Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout, alongside Joey Nagel, Alex Jefferson, and Garrett Jacobs-Meyer. What's up? What's up? Hi. Yeah, so Garrett Richards sucks. <laughs> Yay, $10 yeah. million dollars down the yeah. drain. Um, I went to my first Red Sox game since August of 2019. Got into Fenway. A little rain delay, but that's fine. Got into Fenway. Saw the, the monster wall. It was great. Got our seats there. Great seats. Sat down, ready to enjoy a Red Sox baseball game in person for the first time in two years. And then Garrett Richards comes out and walks the first guy on four pitches. The dude's tossing it into the ground. I mean, it was the most painful baseball game I've ever seen in person. Without he a gets doubt. So, he gets so angry at himself. Like, when he threw over to first base, he threw it harder than – he did to the plate. I've never seen someone pitch with so little confidence in himself. I know. <laughs> he was just so – he was like – like, you could tell inside his head, he's like, oh, damn it. And then he, <laughs> he just, kept he kept looking over the dugout too, like, give me some help here. And Corey's just like, this is all you, bro. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminds me of like – do you remember when Dice K used to come into games and just absolutely suck for like the first like two innings? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It reminds, reminds me of Dice K. It reminds me of myself, like, in, like, Little League. I would go out there on the mound, and then I would just get in my own head and start bouncing pitches, and I would look over at my coach, and he'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so the thing about Garrett Richards is I was there, so I would see his warm-up pitches in between innings. He would be bouncing pitches in warm-ups. I had never seen that before. You're a major league baseball pitcher. It's your job. You get paid $10 million a year to pitch a baseball. And in warm-ups, in practice, you can't even throw strikes. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. I felt bad for the Blue Jays hitters. My poor man, Rowdy, was just unable to hit the ball because it was just so poorly thrown. Obachette got hit. We thought it hit him in the head at first. But then, like, I guess it hit him in the hand or something, or the elbow. But, like... That's scary when you, the pitcher, yeah, when the pitcher doesn't know where the ball is going, that's the scariest thing for a hitter. Exactly. Like after that happened, Bichette looked out to Richards and he was like, "Come on, man!" Like, and you could tell it, it was it it wasn't because like he thought it was intentional. He was like, "Come on, come on, Garrett, what are you doing, man? You don't know where you're throwing the ball." Like, yeah, Garrett, as a representative of people named Garrett, how do you feel about this? He, I was extremely disappointed because usually people named Garrett have natural powers just because of the name. Um, but no, it was very disappointing. <laughs> Do you think um, the problem is we have too many? Yeah, Garrett's I mean, Garrett Whitlock is good. See, Garrett overpopulation is kind of a problem in society today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can really blame his pitching for the Garrett overpopulation, um, but it's a problem that plagues wider society. I don't know if I can. I think he just might be bad. Um, hot take. Uh, he might be one of the very few Garrett's that is just kind of hot not that take. great. Walk six guys might be bad. Hot yeah. take. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My, uh, he's a Garrett, my, so that'd be nice a little bit. My theory is that uh, because Garrett Whitlock is pitching so well, that he's taking all of Garrett Richards' confidence because he's the good Garrett now. Yeah. So Garrett Richards feels like he has to be the bad Garrett by comparison. Garrett composition's tough. You know, you have such a name with such a history, such an amazing, uh, you know, spunk around it. And all of a sudden, some guy comes in with your same name, you get into your own head. I get it. Um, I mean, I've never had that problem because I've got alpha dog mentality because of my name and 
you know, in general. But maybe he doesn't. Whatever. One of my favorite things was the um, like the strike zone chart of all Garrett Richards' pitches, and you would have one, like two strike zones worth like higher than the strike zone. You would have a couple on the on the home plate. You'd have a couple on the right-handed batter's box. I mean. <laughs> It's just oh yeah, you sent this in the group chat. Yeah, <laughs> one that's literally almost above like where the batter's bat is in the stands. Yeah, and then the work. I mean, he would keep trying to pick guys off at first base. If you can't throw the ball straight to home plate, stop trying to throw it straight to first base because that's just not going to work. And he kept doing it over and over. Like they weren't going to steal. You would have like this guy on first base who is slow and he would be trying to hold him on <laughs> he would pick him up like three times before he would even try to throw a pitch and then he threw one into the into the stands on a pickoff attempt like poor bobby Dahlbeck over there is like dude stop trying to throw it over here no bobby was scared he wasn't even on the base he would like come <laughs> yeah. off of the base to not hold him on and just try to say don't throw it over here and then richards would still throw it over there who used um, to didn't clay buckles used to do that I think so. There were a couple times that he threw to first base and nobody was there. <laughs> Looking at Gary Richards' pitch chart, the other thing is, is like he threw one sinker, four sliders, and two curveballs, and all of the other ones were just fastballs that he just slopped. Like, yeah, there were. <laughs> he had like like seven pitches in the zone. Another thing, too, is his release point was all over the place. Like, I saw the graphic of his release point, and there was, like, a foot difference of where he was trying to release the ball. So that just showed he had no clue what he was doing out there. Like, if your release point is varying that much, you have no idea how to throw that baseball from point A to point B for a strike. I mean, the, the quote from him post game, I don't like him as, like, a person either. Like, his quotes just usually suck. Like, he just said... <laughs> I mean... I was Tell like, us how you okay. really feel. I, like, I took it personally. Like, I was at that game for the first time in years, and that's what I had to watch was Garrett Richards do yeah. that. And so he said, I was just kind of fighting my delivery the whole night, release point, the elements, kind of a combination of a lot of stuff. Just tried to get some outs, didn't really have a whole lot going tonight. Obviously not good. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, I mean, we had rain tonight. It was cold. You know, there's a lot of things going on. Nice. This, this man, he, he this guy stinks. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Do you remember um, back in the earlier days of the Dugout podcast, we'd be complaining about Tyler Thornburg and Garrett came up with the uh, trash compactor idea from Star Wars. I think Garrett yeah, Richards yeah, yeah, is a yeah. great candidate for that. Him and uh, Josh Taylor. Yeah. What about Rocket to the Sun? Sure. Rocket to the Sun, Rocket to... We put Drew Pomeranz on one of those, and he's good now. Or, like, be like, (laughs) hey, hey, Garrett Richards, we're taking you out on a cruise to celebrate your your great performance so far this season and just leave him in the middle of the ocean. Ooh. I like that. Stick him in the Bermuda Triangle. There you go. Send him to Easter Island. Or just, like, the team planes fly into wherever we're playing, and then you just kick him out the door, and he just... You got a parachute, yeah. Garrett? No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah, and then like Josh, Josh Taylor can go with him. 
I want to get to that. So Josh after, Taylor is so ugh. after Garrett Richards is out there walking six guys, hitting guys, bouncing pitches. I'm like, we're, it's still a close game at this that at that point because somehow he only gave up four runs. So it was a one run game at that point, and I look out in the bullpen and I see two guys warming up. I'm like, okay, so that's Adam Montavino. Hopefully he comes in. Who's the other? Oh, oh no, it's Josh Taylor. And then who does Cora put in in a one run game? Josh Taylor. And oh, it's making me angry. Did he have that really bad throw down? The, who had that really bad throw down the third baseline that just like completely missed the bag? Yeah, that pissed me off. That was unfortunate. Olivino was good yesterday. Yeah, Olivino's better. Yesterday. Yeah, I'm but, fine. Like I always said, I wanted Olivino to be the closer, and I take that back now because backpacks is going off. We can well, touch no, no, on that. No, no, no. we can't say that. We still have to fully. No, believe that he he's sucks. going off, but he still sucks. Okay, good. Okay, I don't trust him. He scared me the other night. We'll that, touch on that three-run bomb he gave up yeah. in the bottom of the ninth. Or the yeah, top of the yeah. nine. We'll get to that, but Josh Taylor needs to leave forever. Josh Taylor. I mean, he comes in a one-run game. We have a chance, and then he just makes sure that we don't have a chance anymore. What, he gave up three runs, two runs. My Taylor, MLB at bat app is I not was... loading, and I tried to erase that whole experience. He, from gave, my memory. he gave up two. Okay, still. I think he, it was six. Yeah, it was six. He didn't know what he was doing out there either. Matter. It doesn't matter because it because put the Red Sox out of the, the game. In the bottom of the ninth, um, in the bottom of the ninth, uh, Arroyo leads off with a single, and then they go down in order. But you know, maybe if it's a one-run game, something else happens. Yeah. So it, it was frustrating. It was completely the wrong move by Cora. I I would love to know what he said about that because, um. You know, it doesn't his, take he's been mismanaging the Josh bullpen. Taylor sucks. Josh Taylor like shouldn't even be on the team. No, he shouldn't. No, it should, like be, that's it should obvious, but... be Tanner. Literally yeah. anyone at this point. Like also if Cora wanted a lefty to bring in in that game, why didn't he just bring in Darwinson? Yeah. He I think he just gets so attached to only using them in leads and like uh hold situations or whatever. I I but... guess, but like He's been weird with the bullpen this year. He has been a little strange. Um, like, I mean, it's early. It's We're not even a month in, so, like, hopefully it gets better over time. But, like, at this rate, there's no chance that, like, Josh Taylor is going to be in the bullpen this in the summer. I mean, I would Unless hope. he completely does a full 180, which he won't. He's just not talented. Even even when he like remember he um he closed it or he didn't he didn't close out a game but he like and he pitched the ninth in the game yeah blow up and he got mad at himself and threw the ball up the right field line like yeah that's just a terrible look classic if you don't if you don't care <laughs> like if you don't put if you're putting yourself over the team like get out of here especially on this team where the whole team is the opposite of that they're very like everybody loves team each chemistry Everyone's yeah having so much fun. And then Lord Farquaad over here, Josh Taylor's getting mad <laughs> over everything. Yeah. That's the thing is Garrett Richards and Josh Taylor are the only people on this team that have like negative, like visible negativity when they're on the field. Yeah. Uh, their body know, language. Like, yeah, guys. Get, Richards on this team. I feel what, like nobody likes him. Oh, like, like the, nobody likes Garrett Richards. Like the players on the team? Yeah. 
probably oh, not. No, probably They're not. Like, Dude, it's not that Bobby hard. Bobby Dahlbeck certainly strike. doesn't. Bobby Dahlbeck definitely hates Bobby him. Bobby Dahlbeck has some beef with him. Yeah, for sure. for sure. I remember, like, back in my day of playing baseball, I would be over at first base holding a guy in the bag, and the pitcher would keep trying to pick it off. And the pitcher, if he can't throw strikes, you're nervous when he's throwing the first. So you don't know, is this ball going to be in the dirt? Am I going to have to pick this? Am I going to have to dive to my left, dive to my right, jump, go chase a ball down the line? It's just not – be good <laughs> yeah i'd be very surprised if that's not what he was thinking at that moment that's kind of yeah. what uh i actually had that thought maybe he was using the throws over to first base as warm-up pitches because he was throwing them full speed if i can't throw it straight maybe i can throw it to my left <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah let's get the old wing loose <laughs> by the way garrett richards pitches tomorrow yeah so yeah that should be great. Fun. Uh, against we're playing the Rangers. Mets. No, the Mets. Mets. We Thank get God the- he's not going up against Degrom. Imagine Garrett Richards are versus we- Degrom. <clears throat> we are, are facing Degrom. Yeah, I know, but we get Pavetta <clears throat> against Degrom. So yeah, that's better. I, call me crazy. The Sox are going to win that game because the Mets don't get <laughs> runs for Degrom. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. What's his record? Like twenty-seven and twenty over the past since, two years. Yeah, since twenty eighteen. Yeah, his ERA is under two now since twenty eighteen. And he's twenty-seven and twenty. Yeah, <laughs> he has. A, he's two. He's two and one with a point three one ERA and a point five five WHIP. He's pretty good. He has more RBIs this year than he does earned runs. Like wow, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So to wrap up, um, Garrett Richards and Josh Taylor both are horrible baseball players, and I would like them off the Red Sox immediately. Um, I would also love a uh, personalized letter with a, an apology from both of them um, for making me have to watch that in my first Red Sox game back at Fenway. So I'll oh, expect yeah, you that. got two of the three Stooges pitching in your in your game. Well, yeah, Wait, it was can the you worst remind possible. us who the third Stooges? The three Stooges? Yeah. Uh, Garrett Richards, Josh <laughs> Taylor, and Austin Bryce. There we go. Yeah. Speaking of Austin Bryce, he has been not very good. Not great at all. The thing, the thing with Austin Bryce is he just he he's nothing special. Like the only thing he has going for him is a funky arm angle. Oh, Austin Bryce did pitch in that game. You saw the Three Stooges. <laughs> Definitely did not. I don't remember him. He did. He there. did. He he pitched in. That's right. Game. He did. Wow, I really got the full experience out there. Good for you, man. <laughs> I remember that. Wow. Yeah. So Austin Bryce has risen in my power rankings just because I hate Garrett Richards and Josh Taylor that much more. Yeah, that's accurate. He's now my third least favorite player on the team. Um, Josh Taylor pitched against the Mariners this weekend when we lost eight to two. Um, And he gave up two hits, a run. Oh, really? He has an ERA over nine. <laughs> and then Philip Valdez came in and was like, oh, we're only down six to two. Let me give up four more or two more runs. Yep. yep. Also in that game, uh, Marwin went one for three with runners in scoring position, which I'm sure made Joey really upset. Oh, man. I, I tweeted out the other day. I said, Christian Arroyo should be playing over Marwin every single day, which he I should. Agree. He should be. Yeah. Christian Arroyo is like low-key insane. 
kind of good. Yeah. He's nice. He's nice. Um, I, will, I will give Marwin a little bit of credit. His defense has been pretty solid. Yeah, but, but like eh. – I would much rather Christian Arroyo's bat than Marwin's glove. Well, and Arroyo's good at fielding too. Arroyo yeah. impressed me. He made a play. He, I don't know what I'm trying to remember, but – Yeah, he had a couple shaky plays um, uh, in the Mariners series. I believe in the first game, um, he dr- he dropped the ball at second base. Uh, Verdugo had thrown out; he would have thrown oh, out a runner. That was tough. That was, yeah, I saw that. That, that was tough. Um, but yeah, Verdugo's been playing game. out of his Man, mind. We're down to score a run anyway. Can't complain. Verdugo has been good. I like him in left field. That play he made off the wall looked was really nice. Oh, I've never yeah. seen someone look so comfortable like fielding a ball off the wall like that. It was so smooth. Well, there's one person I have in mind, Daniel Nava. Daniel Nava used to barehand it off the wall all the time. Yeah, he did. But, I mean, if you can barehand it off the monster, you're doing something right. So. He barehanded it, like, in motion, too. Like, he was moving. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was very perfect. smooth. It yeah. was a great play. Everything Verdugo does is smooth. Yeah, I wish. Player. I mean, it'd be cool if Verdugo could play left center and right at the yeah, same it's everywhere time. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the other outfielders have been um lacking yeah they've been increasingly disappointing too yeah um i think your guy at franchi went oh for three with three k's oh, on he's struggling there's a big franchi sucks movement going along through red sox nation right about now there is, is a big uh, franchi sucks movement i was reading However, an article about it about how like Cora said that he's not going to send him down solely because the minor league teams aren't playing a season yet. So he might get sent down once their season starts to figure things out, but he gets a three day break right now because he didn't play yesterday off day today. And he's not going to play tomorrow against the lefty. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, he's been, he's been, well, the crazy thing is he's still playing better than Ben Intendi. Yeah. 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 Honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and Renfro. But, I mean, are we getting close to to Jaron Duran's season? Who knows? I am starting to believe more that Jaron Duran's going to be up earlier this season than we expect. I feel I, like I he, do too. My prediction was, I think, did I say June or did I just say in over the summer? I don't know. But yeah, well, I think whenever the minor league season starts give him two weeks. And if he continues to play well, he's up. Yeah. I was thinking mm-hmm. like three to four weeks, like about a month in the minor leagues yeah. and then bring him up. Mm-hmm. I think that would make a lot and of sense. The thing is like with his athleticism, you can throw him in center or you could throw him in right and Verdugo in center. And then they like Kiki yeah. in center a lot. I, I would feel like they do, I don't know. which is fine. I, I don't like well, center. The thing about and center means Arroyos at second base. Right. I like that. And the thing about Fenway is we have like two center fields with right field. So you can put Duran in right, Kike in center, and Verdugo in left. We we're just talking about that play he made in yep. left. So I think that that's a pretty good alignment. It is a pretty good alignment. And then you got um, in, the, in the infield, you got Dahlbeck, Arroyo, Bogarts, Devers. And Devers. That's yeah, I feel like that's, that's a really solid a good lineup. lineup. Yeah. And I think that's our best team with uh, Duran. And. So. Like, I don't think he'd he'd do it this year, but you know, I think Jaron Duran is capable of being a leadoff hitter. Um, I don't mind Kike in the in the leadoff spot, but also 
I mean, moving him Verdugo down the order be wouldn't off. hurt. Well, who would you put number two at that point if Verdugo's leading off? Would you bring Devers, Devers. back up there? Uh, I yeah, Devers really hit really like well Devers out of the two spot. I like Devers at five, too, because it deepens the lineup. Just because it's more protection. I mean, Arroyo. Yeah. Arroyo could hit two. You could put Arroyo at two, or you could – Arroyo's been leading off a little bit recently, so. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm, I kind of. It's an interesting thing. Or you could even just put Verdugo lead off and then Kike Hernandez second if you want to do that. I don't know. Yeah. Because Kike mean, hits better when there are guys on base, and Verdugo does that a yeah, lot. Yeah. That's actually not a bad idea, just flipping Kike and Verdugo. Yeah. Because Verdugo, once he moved to the leadoff spot last year, he, he, was, he was pretty productive. Mm-hmm. On an awful team, so that's been noticeable this last week at least. Is out. Xander Bogart is heating up. Xander Bogart oh. still like someone asked me last week who my MVP was. I said Xander Bogarts, and then he proceeded to hit like three home runs in four games. Yeah, <laughs> he's, so. he's heating up. Yeah, we yeah. started to forget him, forget about him a little bit because JD Endeavors were going off, and then Bogarts is like, "Don't, don't count me out." And then he, yeah, shows he, why he's so he valuable to this team. Him and JD both lead are tied for the lead in Major League Baseball in hits. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, and then pretty good. Can confirm. It, yeah. Um, and to kind of change gears a little bit, speaking of players, we kind of counted out Eduardo Rodriguez. He's. I don't feel like he's been getting that much attention, but he's like been so valuable so far. He's like, four we and kind of forget. Yeah, he's four and zero, oh, and we forget that we have an ace. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of stays under the radar, and you forget that he's like coming up in the rotation. Then he comes out and does what he did the other night: pitched seven innings, struck out eight, and at a time we needed him because we were kind of struggling. We needed uh to we needed that win to split the series against the Mariners. He comes in, tosses seven innings, gets us to the eighth inning to kind of save the bullpen a little bit because the bullpen has pitched a lot in the past few games. So that's exactly what you need from him is he can go late and get you the win when you need it. And it, it was refreshing, especially after, you know, Evaldi had that bad start in game three of the series. Um, right. Cause I mean, he had been pitching like an ace, but you know, he's still got those inconsistencies, but to have someone to follow that up with like Erod with consistency is it's needed in order for us to make, make a move and go further down the line in playoff talks. Yeah. The one thing I will say is the MLB did drop us in their power ranking. Oh, boo-hoo. Uh, Which is fu- weekly, weekly power we're, rankings update. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're four now. We, we fell behind the A's, which makes sense. That's That's sense. They won That's 13 fair. straight. Yeah. <laughs> we're five and five in our last 10. The A's have won 13 straight. Yeah, makes sense. It's yeah. fine. The Yankees dropped from 11 to 12. Ooh. <laughs> I love um, three in a row, and then MLB posts are the, don't count out the Yankees. Is it <laughs> safe to say, dot, 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 they're back? Oh, my God. And they're still tied with Baltimore for last in the Last division. place. Yeah. Yeah, they suck. I think this Rangers series that uh, is happening after the Mets series will be a nice kind of change of pace because we played some pretty good teams. Uh, yep. Like in pretty close proximity. Yeah. Like we had the, the, the Twins, the White Sox, and the Mariners, and even the Blue Jays. So it'll yeah. be nice to get some easier competition with the, with the Rangers again. 
we get that's a good point. So after the Mets, we get the Rangers for four, four, the Tigers for three, and then the Orioles for four. So see, that's that's like a nice lighter schedule. That kind of doesn't excite me though, because I feel like the Red Sox typically play bad against bad teams and play good against good teams. Yeah, well, it if they disappoint. In, in that stretch, it'll be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. They need to go seven. They need to go four and one in their next or three and one in their next four games to hit that first seventeen and ten mark. Yep, seventeen and ten, baby. And then from there, we can just you know keep on chugging. Yeah, yeah. the seventeen and ten thing—that's pretty funny. Yeah, we got to <laughs> hit our still- seventeen and ten mark. They, they still lead the league and run scored too. I mean, Even they had some quiet games this weekend. Yeah, the offense has been a little inconsistent lately, but I I think that might be as a result from some very poor pitching performances. Well, I, I mean, think I it's think... I think it's partially because the Red Sox have given up a run in their first inning in seven yeah. out of their last nine games. Exactly. I mean, so it, when you're when starting offense, behind, yeah, it's when your back's against hit. the wall off the bat, then exactly, it's not exactly a they a good thing to. They have. They also haven't had that many days off. Like I feel like they've been That's playing true. a game pretty much every day. They're in the yeah. midst of a f- fourteen games in thirteen days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got the day off so today. They're, which they're is, tired. Yeah, which is big. They need that. Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of grind. I noticed it was nice to watch a game all the time, but I died today was. Needed. Oh my goodness! I just realized Garrett Richards is going to have to hit tomorrow. <laughs> oh no! Oh, <laughs> watch him. <laughs> watch him go deep. He might. I feel like he just would just spite to spite us. us. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's gonna. He be- has more walks than he does strikeouts. Nick Pavetta is going to hit too, and I got him hitting like a solid double or something. Nicky He's a good hitter. He hit for the bit. Phillies last yeah, he played year. For the yeah. Phillies. He looks like he can hit. Looks like an outfielder, like a third baseman or something. So yeah, I'd like I'd like Eddie to hit again because I'll never forget his World Series performance. Yeah, I I can see I can see a Red Sox pitcher getting a hit. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez said he wants a ride in the cart if he gets a base hit. Oh, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett Richards should never be allowed near the cart. What no. is the cart? I know this is God, off, off. Stupid. Is the cart like a laundry cart, or did they bring the cart into the dugout? Yeah, it's, it's the laundry, the laundry cart. cart from the locker room. Yeah, I wanted to clear that up. I, I saw this funny thing that if Pablo Sandoval was still on the team, they'd have to get one of those flatbeds from Home Depot. <laughs> 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 oh, one of the big carts we used to move in and out of college. Those big ass, uh, yeah, like yeah. movie things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You can ride in them. Speak for yourself. I just I just had to carry all my stuff in and out of my building. Wow. Your education, <laughs> your uh, tuition at three times is mine. They can't get you some carts? <laughs> no. No, dog. That's too, that's too much money for them. <laughs> Not to mention my tuition is going up by six grand next semester. Hey, ours oh, is going up fun. too, bro. Congrats. Well, if you need some more money, then maybe you can turn to sports betting. 
You can come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports and esports app for player prop bets. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the, na- on the game, like J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts. You choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fancy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $10,000 guaranteed in prizes weekly and has awarded over $3 million. Use promo code DUGOUTPOD, that's D-U-G-O-U-T-P-O-D, when you sign up today and you will receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store by, or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. That was smooth, Jason. Go get you some. Thank you. Go get you. Go get you some money. Those Um, are really fun to play. (laughs) Yeah, I love I love fantasy sports. Um, I'm not going to give my update on my fantasy sports teams this week because one, you probably don't care, and two, I don't really want to talk about it because it's not going that great. So we'll skip that. Um, (laughs) Um. One thing I want to talk about really quick is uh, connecting back to Jason talking about how they've given up seven run or they've given up a run seven times in the first inning over their last nine games. The Red Sox are one of four teams without a quality start in Major League Baseball, um, which is a little concerning. Rob, like, I understand- you just had one yesterday. A qual- <laughs> isn't a quality start uh, six innings and three runs? I I don't know, but. According to the MLB, we have zero. Is that true? Um, which is the same uh, as the Kansas City Royals, the Washington Nationals, and the Pirates. So how, how many? How I many think things? my MLB app still won't work, so I have no clue. I can't check. This is on ESPN. This is how that's how I'm checking it. Oh, I don't believe oh, ESPN. Um, <laughs> I don't be- wait. Uh, at least six innings and three earned runs or fewer. So. Eddie had had a quality start yesterday. Okay. Well, okay, but that was our first quality start of the season. The Red Sox pit, pitching staff loves to go five innings. Yeah, the, the six. Do. Five <laughs> Cora really enjoys using his bullpen. Yeah. yeah when you said well, that, hey, if you have blown, a decent bullpen, you might as well use it. That's true. That's true. We finally have one, so we haven't gotten those long starts from the starters. I don't know. We've gotten solid Erod. Besides Erod, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I miss the days where starters would on, would go seven innings on a Me semi-regular too. basis. Yeah, yeah, but with Eddie, you know you're getting at least six innings out of him, and he's going to keep you in the game. Yeah, that's right. So, um, questions, GJ. Ah, yes, that's my job. <laughs> yes, it is. One second. You know, uh, sometimes face ID doesn't work because they can't mm-hmm. see my face. Mm-hmm. Um, one second. Okay, y'all. GJ question is ready to go. Um, starting out with first question for y'all. Where's the podcast and what is it called? <laughs> um, the podcast is called the In the Dugout podcast, and you can find it on any of your normal podcast uh, places like Spotify and Apple Music. And yeah. iHeartRadio, right? iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, whatever you get, whatever you want, whatever. Amazon Music? Yeah. Shoot. Yo. 
All right. Uh, real question. Um, top five players on the Red Sox. Go fast. No pitchers. Bogarts, Devers, whoa, whoa, whoa. JD. No, whoa. no pitchers? Yeah, no pitchers. Okay. Not bad. Bogarts, Devers, JD, Verdugo, uh, Vasquez? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say the okay. same thing. Yep. Cool. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Bogarts, De- yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, thoughts nice. on Franchi. Give me an updated take on Franchi, a uh, state of the franchise. The franchise is struggling. He is. State of the franchise. Um, but uh, um, there was an article posted that he's working hard. Franchise yeah. Wrestling's expiration date still isn't that close, so we got time to use him yeah. up. <laughs> All right. Um, how does one spend $10 million on Garrett Richards? Um, <laughs> by making kind of, a mistake yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by being desperate no 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 no. Heim is playing chess okay he's got some plan i he's gonna do some crazy thing with garrett richards that he's gonna find a way to like sell garrett richards to the angels and get us mike trout yeah that's that's probably what he's gonna do he's gonna yeah, not nah, he's gonna get a show hey because he knows you know mm-hmm. the yeah. versatility yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, all right, all right. Who's better offensively, Betts or Bogarts? Um, Betts. Uh, I mean, it's a good question. That is, yeah. I don't know why you'd ask us about Mookie Betts because I don't even know who that is. Who, who's this? M- Mucky? 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 <laughs> right? Isn't that who it is? Mucky, cookie, like mucky, mucky, cook, mucky, cookie. Anyway, um, I mean, I, I Bogarts, would, I guess, I, because I he's real. Are you asking? I yeah, it makes me. Mucky sounds like a made-up name. That can't, yeah. can't be real. Come on, that's like a Sesame can't Street be a real character. Person. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You, you tried to pull a fast one on us right there, but we, we were gonna get you were gonna get us. Okay, okay, okay. Um Andrew Miller and Granky as deadline targets. What is it? 2015? I don't want Granky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't get why the Astros would be trading Granky. But Andrew Miller no, they're, not, they're not in a selling position. He's not as good as he once was. Has Andrew he Miller like done anything significant in the past like four years? I feel like he has baseball at I, a at a, at a higher level that. than Josh Taylor. True, probably, yeah. So <laughs> I would rather have him be our lefty out of the pen than Josh Taylor. But That's a fair point. I mean, yeah. there you could get a – Heim knows his pitchers. There are definitely better <laughs> lefties out there that you can get for a lower cost. I honestly – let's still give Bobby Pointer a shot. Why not? <laughs> Where, where what, what about my he? boy Tanner Bobby down Pointer in uh, is down still in the tripping. minors? He's still in AAA. Bobby Pointer's still in our AAA system. He's not even on the 40 man. But he's there. Here's an interesting name. Here's an interesting name. Here's a lefty Bizarre. that we have on the 40 man. No, Jay Groom. Oh no. First round pick from forever ago. <laughs> I remember that one too. Disappeared off the face of the earth for several years. He like lost his arm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, all right, all right. When will we DFA Franchi Barnes or Brazier? Barnes, that's funny. What? Brazier? Barnes. What? Yeah. Brazier's injured. Right Brazier's now. injured. I, I you read, can't. 
I'm stupid. It says braised. I seamlessly turned that into brazier. I'm assuming that's what he. Oh, mean. Bryce. What, what else? Would, maybe Bryce. That's, he might have meant Bryce. Why is Barnes in that though? Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Um, Matt, that's like Matty saying backpack. That's like saying let's DFA Marwin Gonzalez, Hunter Renfro, and JD Martinez. I should not compare Matt Barnes to J.D. Martinez. I take that. Matty Backpacks is not a good pitcher, no, like, but I, he's better fully, than I fully withdraw that comment. We have... Jason, I was with you for a minute until you, like, kind of, yeah. That's yeah, that's, yeah that, that didn't happen. If is anyone on this team is getting like, DFA'd, it's Josh Taylor. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Frankie is still young. Reliable? No. Ottavino, I want to be reliable, but he's just not. I don't think he's our eighth inning guy. He might be a seventh inning guy. Yeah. I think Garrett Whitlock uh, should be the eighth inning guy. I agree. Or Sawamura. Sawamura, I'm Sawamura, starting to think, should be a setup guy. He's been looking better and better. He was nasty. He pitched in that game I went to, too, and he was actually good. Remember what I said about him? I, you've said a lot of things about him. I've said a <laughs> lot of things about him. <laughs> His cutter is great. He's good. Yeah. Can confirm. All righty, Dighty. Um, <laughs> he also enters the sandstorm, by the way, which is great. He does? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So he is just like Koji. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you think we should send down Taylor, even though he's a lefty? Yep. Yes. I don't yeah. care. He can be a lefty, righty, amphibious, whatever. Just get him out of here. <laughs> yep. Amphibious. <laughs> I don't care. Gluten-free. Doesn't matter. Shut up. <laughs> I feel targeted now. Literally just eat bread. I can do it. <laughs> um, good deal. Um, how well do you think Chris Sale will be when he comes back? How good will he be, I guess? Very well. <laughs> Alive and well. Very well. If you want to talk I about think he, health, I guess it would be how well. Yeah. I think he'll be, uh, he'll be so good that uh, Heim will decide that, you know, Garrett Richards doesn't need to be here anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. or at least in the majors. I'm excited, though. Did I'm you so guys see Purcell did his rehab work in the snow uh, like two weeks ago? Of course wow. he did. That's the most Chris Sale thing ever. I love it. He went he, out there the and guy's literally a robot. Bro, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Ottavino was traded to sabotage the Red Sox? You know what? Starting Maybe might have been. <laughs> He's had some very questionable defensive plays, not just to go along with his like average to below average pitching. Yeah, I don't. Yes, but it's early. It is early. It is early. Is still fine. He also hasn't been that bad. Like he's not yeah. Josh Taylor. No, no, he's not we, Josh. We Taylor. have worse. We have bigger problems in the bullpen. Yeah. Um, a pretty clear question. Why is Garrett Richards still playing on this team? Good point. Um, uh, Cora thinks it's too early to give up on anybody, even if they walk it, six guys, hit a batter, and look I like mean, they here's are the terrified. It I, don't is. Blame it. I don't blame it. We're in a good position as a team. I don't mind taking the flyer, continuing with the flyer. Like, what day is it today? It's April 26th. You know, like, yeah, he sucks, but it's been four starts. Four starts. Sunny can stop shining, bro. No, no there's a bird right there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Should we send Garrett Richards to Mars and leave him there with a the robot? Oh, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Mars, the sun, uh, trash compactor, middle of the ocean. The possibilities are endless. Leave him with potatoes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Oh, why is Josh Taylor still on the roster? Um, both Benny and Franchi are struggling. Would you take back the trade if you could? No. No, because no. we got four players for Andrew Benintendi. Right. I forget about that. I f- thought it was one for one for a second. It's not. So, yeah. One no. of them is bound to be good. Yeah. It's just odds at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, are the Sox legit? Uh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Matt Barnes, best closer in the league. Matt Barnes sucks. Absolutely nope. not. No. He sucks. Never. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, would you rather have Mike Trout or Jacob DeGrom? That's a good question. It's an interesting question because they're both like the two best players at their position, like position player probably, and pitcher, but neither of them pitcher. have an impact on their team. The well, Mets can't win true. with Jacob DeGrom pitching and the playoff and the Angels haven't made the playoffs in forever. So yeah, <laughs> in pitcher, right? Don't you think that isn't positionally the best pitcher in the world, probably better than the best fielder in the world, simply for the fact that there's. I would go with DeGrom. Five versus nine. Right, right. exactly. On, the, on this team right now, I would, take, I would take DeGrom. Oh, on this team right now? This team, this team I, that's how I'm looking right now, at it. You well, because we have – but we have offense. We could – yes, but we could use an outfielder. We need an outfielder. We use an outfielder. Mike Trout's not just an outfielder, though. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I know. I know. But, like – What you do? Probably on this. I'd probably go to Grom too. Yeah, but you can make a case for like. There's no wrong answer. You can pick whoever. That's a fun hypothetical. I mean, I guess you could say like you know, it's one, it's five days of trout for every one day of the Grom. That is a good point. That is a good point. Mm -hmm. See, that's what I was like. You also like come so give yourself such a crazy advantage every five games, which you're guaranteeing yourself a win if you can score. If you can score one or two runs that day, yeah, you're going to win the game. Just from like a percentage flip a coin chance, you're giving yourself a statistically significant advantage if you add DeGrom to your team every start. And you get that guy five days. I still think it's probably – oh, I don't know. It's a fun hypothetical. I had fun with it. Anyway, yeah. um, DFA Taylor, Richards to the pen, Franchi to triple – all right, Franchi to triple A, call up Chavis, Hoke, what do you think about that? And Bizarro. That's, that's uh, yeah. Um, I don't want to add that right now. Okay. I would say bring up Durant. Yeah. And Durant over Chavis. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if I, you got to bring somebody up, up for Josh Taylor when you DFA and just bring back up Tanner. Yeah, I like that. And then when Sale comes back, get rid of Richards. Yep. Yeah. I think that's a good plan. I mean, Bizarro lefty or righty? He's a righty. Um, it's interesting because like, yeah, you probably do need another lefty out in the pen, but that's when you could start to think about like, what could we get for Michael Chavis or yeah, someone Michael like that. Chavis is kind of weird on this team right now. He's, he, he just he's doesn't, not have on it. He doesn't have a spot. He doesn't have a spot. I know, but I feel like on so many other teams, he does. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah, that's no, the thing. he would. Mm-hmm. He would. So... You might be able to get yourself a pretty decent lefty to come out of the pen for for someone like Michael Chavis, who, you know, like doesn't have a spot on the team now and probably won't down the road. So, unless, 
Unless I think the TK, biggest hope for Chavis is I, multiple injuries is the only way Chavis would come up because let's say Kike Arroyo or Marwin, one of them goes down. You still have Kike, like Kike and Marwin can play any position. Yeah. So they just, yeah. Um, I think the optimal thing for Chavis would be, you know, he has a good half season in AAA and they trade him at the deadline. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a valuable asset to have for sure. Not, not that I don't want, I love the ice horse. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but like, we're big fans of him. That yes. was an all time moment reacting to his first hit. It, on was. This it was That's right. Yeah. yeah. That was about two years ago now. Wasn't yeah, it around this like, time? I think, that was, I think that was June of 2019. Was it? No, I thought it was it April. End of April. It, it, I, beginning of May. Yeah. That sounds was more that right. Yeah. Let's look, that let's look it up. Madness, right? Yeah. All right. April 19th. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Uh, it's in Tampa. The 20th. April 20th, he made his debut, I think. So, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, and he smashed it. That's right. Yeah. Um, This is fun. I didn't realize this. Uh, Red Sox ERA, ERA just over three, same as 2004, 2007, and 2018. They're World Series bound. Very interesting. It is kind of funny. Um, We'll add Chris Sale into that. uh, Um, April? Yeah. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I will say, though, every year the Red Sox have a first-year manager. They yeah. do well. Not that Core is a first-year manager, it but counts. he's a first-year on it the counts. team. It counts. It counts. Wait, yeah. whoa, whoa. But what about Renicky last year? He was first-year. Well, he doesn't count because he was already uh, in the system. 60-game season. 60-game mm-hmm. season. Give no, us no, 162 was... and we win, we win uh, out. No, Alex is right, yeah. Because he was in the system. Plus, with Bobby Valentine, he's just a certified bum. So that's fair. You get like one bad one every once in a while, and then yeah, yeah. No, it all fell between one bad one. The bad one. So Mm -hmm. yep. And then we won. Cora came after John Farrell, who was a was a bad one at that time. Sounds good. There's a pretty cool interview with Bobby Valentine. He talks about the Red Sox a little bit. I don't know. He's like kind of funny. He is kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, he was entertaining to watch that year because, like, all hope was lost. So it was just like, how many times is Bobby going to get ejected? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how mad's he going to get this time? Yeah. Um, true or false? Matt Andrees is the Red Sox best reliever. Whitlock. Yeah, Whitlock is better. But, but Andrees has been really been good. Great. Yeah, he's been very valuable for us. And then Sal Mora have been great. Which I believe Alex predicted in the beginning of the season that Andres was going to be a solid piece for us. Dries was a solid piece. Alex nails it. <laughs> what can I say? Do this all it's making time. up for my bad predictions that are all like all my other bad predictions. Yeah. My one good <laughs> prediction. Like how Jason hung on to that one prediction he had from a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you move Jeter Downs and Cassis for Max Scherzer? That's an interesting question. No, interesting, but, but no. Well, I, the idea of trading for Max Scherzer is interesting because I saw something on MLB Network I think the other day about how he could be on the market. Um, and 
I don't think we would do that because we're getting Chris Sale back, which is kind of like the equivalent of trading for somebody for the rotation. So I I don't think we need a starter at that point. If we trade for anybody, I feel like it should be bullpen and not as high caliber. Or an outfielder. Or an outfielder, yeah. Um, But so, well, no, because like Jeter Downs – well, so to answer the question, no, because Jeter Downs and Tristan Cassis are the two guys that you should not trade out of your prospect pool. I agree. Yeah, there are two top prospects. So right, and like trading Jeter Downs doesn't make sense because that's who we got from the Mookie deal. So you kind of have to see that through. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cassis is just going to be a beast. So Bobby yeah. Ballback has been playing better though lately, so Cassis might get delayed a little further. I wouldn't worry about that right now, honestly. Yeah, um, I agree. because also it, it's all going to come up, come down to like whether JD is here for many more and, years or not. Right. Um, but one thing to say about Bobby, he's trying to pull every single ball right now. And I, I'm not sure why that is, but you know, it, in during spring training, he was going the other way and he hit like half of his home runs to right field. So if he can, if he can keep, if he can just keep going the other way, that's going to get him right back on track. And he's probably going to start hitting bombs again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> would you have loved to see Ben ABJ in Verdugo? So we've been managing. I mean, we did the- see that. We did see that. Yeah, for like ten games. Oh well, Ben Attendee was hurt. I forgot about that. Yes, but yeah, we did see that. I mean, ben Attendee out been- for season in parentheses face plant. <laughs> that was that injury yeah. face plant. I am um, honestly, as much as I love them as people and as players, I'm pretty happy that JBJ and Ben Attendee are gone. I think we moved on at the right time. Yeah, I'm just, I'm glad I don't have to see them struggle at the plate. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I really, Ben Attendee's been pretty bad this year. It's unfortunate. Um, Will Richards ever be good? No. No, <laughs> no, he just does not have talent. He can't pitch a baseball, and he should just give up and leave. All right. Um, <laughs> do you think we should get Rock Holtz back if we can? Be cool. We don't but really I don't have know, a spot. I don't know for if him. he has a place. I mean, if we get rid of Marwin for him, I'd be down. Yeah, I'd be down too. Imagine Kike and Brock man. on the same team. That'd be that cool. That would be electric. That and would wow. Verdugo. And Virgil. Oh, oh, oh. After JD hits a home run, they push him in the cart and Brock Holt's waiting at the end and they do the <laughs> yeah. hug celebration. Then he gets out. That would be the oh, most fun team goodness. ever. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. crazy to think about. So, yeah, no, let's get him back if we let's can. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Um, are you ready to call up Duran? Yeah. I know you guys tend- Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. not at this well, current moment, in like a month. Like we said, like we said, give him a yeah. little bit of the minor league season. And then, yeah. All right. I'm with you. Um, all right. Final three questions real quick. Um, how are we feeling about the team so far this season? And that ties into who will finish on top of the AL East. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't pretty good. So good for the season. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I mean, are, are the Red Sox going to win the AL East? Or? After 23 games, I'm more confident in us finishing high in the AL East. Than I was before the season started. Same. They, yeah, I've been impressed yeah. thus far. Um, I think 
I think the Go past ahead, few games kind of humbled us a little bit in terms of mm-hmm. like we won nine straight. And we're like, whoa, we're like this super team. Um, and now I think like we've kind of cooled off a little bit to the point where you can tell that we're still definitely a good team and definitely going to be a legit um, contender for the division. Um, but I think it kind of brought us down from like, we're going to be up there with like the Dodgers and Padres as one of the best teams in the league, hundred wins. I think we're going to get more towards the point of where we kind of predicted at the beginning of the season, first or second in the division, maybe a wild card spot, um, just over 90 wins. I think around there makes a lot of sense for us. That's yeah. kind of thinking that I, um, intended to come kind of talk about on this podcast. I pretty much agree with it. A lot of yeah. Red Sox fans were totally infatuated by the idea of the best team in the league. And I still don't know if I think we're there because I look at the talent that those, you know, we came back. On there, are, there are holes in this roster that like need to be addressed. Yeah. But, but that's but not we, saying they can't be addressed and get better. I'm just saying they exist right. at this point. Yeah. yeah. But we I have mean, we're not saying that, we'll, that we're like, not contenders because at this moment, I don't see why we're not. So, oh, contenders for sure. Favorites. Yeah, exactly. Would our expectations. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah I agree. No, I agree. no, for sure. This is more of like a 2013 type team than it is a 2018, 2018. type team. I, yeah. Exactly. I, yeah, that's what I was, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, and then pretty simply, are Bogey and JD MVP candidates this season? Bogey uh, is, yes. JD isn't for the sole fact he's a DH. DH, DHs yeah. don't win yeah. MVPs. Bogarts needs an MVP. He deserves one. He does, but people are going to bash his defense. Yeah, it's also hard so, right? in the same division as Trout or same league. I don't think his defense yeah. is that bad, bro. What do you mean? No, statistically, like, it is. statistically he's not a great defender, but neither neither was Jeter. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Who knows? I don't know if it, it all depends on the writers. Oh, Bogey, he can't field. Oh my God, he's atrocious over there. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, Bogart has been having, like, MVP. I think if Bogart has, like, a season where he hits, like, 40 bombs instead of 30, he'll be an MVP. But Yeah. yeah. He's just completely underappreciated. We got to get All-Star first. Yeah. yeah. Is he He's never been an All-Star? in the AL right now. I want to say he was an All-Star in 2015. Who, Bogarts? Yeah. I'm not. He was sorry. an All-Star in 2016. That was the year that everyone oh, was Oh, 2016. All-Star. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we could look it up. We could just go with it. I'm fine. <laughs> I got Bogarts you. Don't the, worry. Okay. Bogarts is the best shortstop in the American League, though. Hundred percent. No doubt about it. And he, you can argue he's maybe the best shortstop in baseball. Well, he so he won the Silver Slugger for shortstop, 2015 and 2016 and 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a. Two-time All-Star for 2016 and 2019, and he was on the All MLB First Team in 2019. Nice. Yep. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's all the questions we got. Live sports are back. Did you miss the bright lights, the buzz of the crowd, and the thrill of seeing your favorite team play in person? Then SeatGeek is the place for you. SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more. They make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal possible. And they provide a view from your seat so you can pick the perfect seats to any event. And you can get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code DUGOUT. That's D-U-G-O-U-T. That's right. Yeah, we got anything else? Yeah. 
we gotta we gotta do well against the bad teams that we have to play coming up. Yeah, and yeah. can't play down to our competition. Um, looking forward to that. Can't be the Steelers baseball. Looking forward to that double by Nick Pavetta on Wednesday, off Jacob Degrom. That's gonna be fun. I'm gonna punch my TV if Garrett Richards hits a home run. I won't even be happy. I'll just be like, oh, I, yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> um. Are pitchers getting rides in the cart if they get singles? Is that only Eddie? They, uh, yeah. Unless one hits a homer, that would be interesting. That would be <laughs> no, no. If Garrett Richards hits a home run, they're just they're just like, gonna give him the smile yeah, and treatment. No, just leave. Just go down to the clubhouse and celebrate yourself. Yeah, do do what they did with uh. No, they do when Bartolo Colon hit the home run. The entire Mets team went into the clubhouse. Yeah, do that, but not yeah. as a joke. Oh, God. Yeah, just don't come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, really quick side thing. I saw Shohei Otani. Man, that guy's cool. The guy cranked a massive home run that I barely saw. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that. That's, so, like, that's all, of his, all of his home runs look like that. Yeah. But, he um, needs quick- to play for an NL team. I'd like to see him play for an NL team. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like being able to put him in as DH when he's not – pitching well yeah actually yeah because they they don't like he doesn't play in the outfield anymore so right there how often is he d uh, how often is he dh whenever he he doesn't not pitching yeah oh so he's like a traditional like he'll dh all the time and as far as i know and then he hits he hits for himself when he pitches yeah nice um quick behind the scenes i've been doing this episode from my uh deck in north carolina and i am so hot right now the sun has been on me this whole time i'm probably sunburnt but it's fine you are so cool (laughs) it it Um, snowed where i am last week yeah nice oh oh (laughs) pink moon tonight boys apparently tonight Pink moon. You're supposed to be able to see it like 11:30. Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna forget about pink that. Moon. Is it actually pink? I don't know. Yeah, it's supposed to be. All the girls in my building are hyped. You don't understand. The chicks on the third floor get their crystals ready. Um, <laughs> you understand? It's a computer science rap, so it's living and learning computer science on the third floor, and all the girls have crystals. So that's what they do. Oh Jesus! Who's this? All right. Well, on that note, that'll do it for this week's episode of the In the Dugout podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, Garrett Richards, if you listened, I hope you were offended and sad and you never come back to Boston. Uh, (laughs) You too, Josh Taylor. (laughs) Yeah, you too. Um, Yeah. All right. See you next week.